how you doing this is black shy guy here welcome once again to another podcast episode we are in the middle of the week and as always i thank you for sitting at my table we have two interesting topics we're going to discuss one of them is going to be discussed real briefly the other one i got a bone i got a real bone to pick with david chappelle and Everyone should know what that bone is. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? But I hope everyone is doing well. Like I said, we have approached the middle of the week. Everybody's hanging tough, I hope. And for those who are not hanging tough, prayers are being sent. Hopefully you can ha- you can handle whatever is being thrown at you. Keep your head up. Things will always get better as long as you don't give up. You heard me? This is Black Shy Guy. And I got something for you guys. And that something is two topics, like I said. <laughs> Listen, imagine, right? Imagine. Because these two topics really... um, One of them is not really that important, really. But I really want to discuss it. This topic that I'm about to discuss is really important. And it deals with the matter that I have been talking about the the past few episodes, you know. But imagine, right? You're facing the world. A lot of things is happening in the world. You want to get away from it, right? You want to get away from it. You know how when you're dealing with life situations, life drama, sometimes you want to get away, correct? You just want to get away. You want to enjoy something that doesn't have to deal with life's obstacle courses whatsoever or you want to deal with something that doesn't talk about life in general meaning whatever in the news that's getting on your nerves whatever on social media whatever it is you just want to enjoy some sort of entertainment that can pull you away from all of that drama a lot of people play video games, a lot of people go out for dinner, some people go out and enjoy a good concert, whatever the case may be, it's entertainment that is supposed to pull you away from life's drama, etc. Sports does the same also, a lot of people like going to sports events, but imagine you and your wife or you and your friends want to get away from life's drama. And you all decide to go, you know what, let's go to a comedy show. Obviously, when it comes to David Chappelle, the comedy show was planned. Because to get tickets at the last minute um, to Kevin Hart or David Chappelle, most likely will be sold out. Like me, I brought my Kevin Hart tickets like two months ago. And thank God, because it would have been easily sold out. But I enjoyed it very much. But imagine you go to a comedy show. You want to get away from the life drama. You want to enjoy a good laugh. And the comedian talks about the very thing that's happening in the world that has everybody up in arms, which is the Hamas situation. That's the first thing he brings up. First thing he brings up. So you come to a comedy show to get away from life's drama, to get away from every single type of situations that has 
that has either your friends up in arms or has you up in arms, has your girlfriend or wife up in arms, has whatever. You just want to get away and enjoy some sort of entertainment and the comedian brings up the war. And not only brings up the war, but kind of excuses, excuses the murderers, the murderers of October 7th. Basically adding a but, but that is, I mean, you really have to question someone's morals. When they add a butt when it comes to a murderous situation like what happened on October 7th. And my opinion, and obviously it's my opinion alone. And despite it being my opinion alone, there's a lot of people that share my opinion. Especially the people that walked out of that um comedy show that he was um that he was um hosting. And on top of that, he tried to lie to say he wasn't there when he actually was there. Because he's embarrassed of the backlash he received from it. What a disgrace for you to bring up the war that is happening in Hamas in Gaza right now. What a disgrace when you try to excuse, excuse And I don't want to hear anybody saying, no, he didn't try to excuse. When you add a but to any statement, you're giving them a way out to why the action was done. When you you ground your kids or when you get in somebody's face or whatever for them doing something wrong, do you ever add a but to that? When 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 you're basically confronting someone... Someone who did you dirty. Do you ever give them an excuse for their actions? No. You confront them directly, right? Giving them no excuse, no way out. Right? So why are so many people, including David Chappelle, excusing October 7th by adding a but? Well, but Jews are like, but Jews did this, Jews did that. Enough with that bullshit already. There's no excuse for people to be butchered like animals on October 7th. Limbs cut off. Every time there's new, new news that of what happened to those, to, to those helpless victims on October 7th. And for people to talk about it like, like it's nothing. Like, like the people deserved what they got because of the way Jews acted towards the Palestinian people. By keeping them in an open air prison. So a lot of people are saying. That's the reason they got killed like that. You guys are. You, you, I have no words for you people. No words for you people. And for David Chappelle. To host a comedy show. And I don't give a damn. And the guy the guy who walked out told him to shut the fuck up. And David Chappelle said, how dare you tell me shut the fuck up in my own show. Chappelle, we want you to shut the fuck up. When we go to your comedy show, we don't want to hear about nothing involving the outside world. We want to go and enjoy a good laugh. 
obviously a lot of people are going to say comedy deals with real life situations. Yes. But you don't bring up that situation. There are there are lines that can't be crossed in comedy. Don't get it twisted. There are lines in comedy that can't be crossed. And David Chappelle crossed that line. There's no reason for him to bring up such a touchy subject in a comedy show. Especially a touchy subject that involves the lives of not only the Jewish people. But also Palestinian people that are dying right now. Unfortunately, because the fact that Israel has to counterattack, they have to go after Hamas to eliminate the threat. Israel has the right to defend themselves. Unfortunately, there are civilians that are catching the the brunt of it. But Hamas needs to be eliminated. I don't want to get into details about how I feel about that whole situation, that part of the situation, because my main subject to talk about is David Chappelle and the fact that everybody's going to a comedy show to enjoy the moment, to enjoy the getaway of dealing with any real-life situations that they're dealing with that's causing them stress, etc. But yet, here he comes. Bringing in the most dramatic life situation that is causing everybody in this world to go crazy. You bring it up in a comedy show where people are paying $300 a ticket to see you. Because I, you know damn well the fact that he's there, the tickets are close to $300 or $300 plus. Because I paid $200 for my Kevin Hart tickets. So you know damn well the fact that he's popping as well. His tickets are expensive. Nobody wants to pay that amount of money to hear you talk about freaking war. You know what really boils my buttons is that, and I'm not saying the fact that they're celebrities, they have no right to talk about shit. But the fact that some celebrities talk about this shit like they have the moral high ground to announce how they feel about the whole situation and that it should be followed like it's the Ten Commandments. Listen, celebrities, Hollywood, Hollywood, whatever people want to call where you guys are from. Nobody gives two shits about your unprofessional opinion about political situations because you guys have no talent for that. You got celebrities signing papers talking about for Israel to cease fire. Cease fire. You want them to stop. After their mothers and brothers and sisters and babies, etc. were butchered like cattle. You want them to stop now. War is an ugly thing. War is an ugly thing. It's never pretty. Unfortunately, unfortunately, there are casualties in war. And casualties in war also involve the innocents, unfortunately. But Israel cannot allow Hamas to get away with this. They cannot allow that. They cannot. They cannot allow Hamas to get away with this situation. David Chappelle should be ashamed of himself. And yes, there's a lot of people that are bringing up the the jokes uh, 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 that he said about Jews long time ago. Whatever, I don't think there's I don't think there's no reason to bring those up. Those were jokes, and I mean, there's no reason to bring those up. 
The only reason I'm mad about Dave Chappelle's about about is bringing up at bringing up the war at this point in time where it's still going on. Where countless families' lives were changed on October seventh. You're gonna bring that up on your stand up comedy? Like really? Like that no reason for it. No reason for it. There's no comedian alive that should be making any jokes about this situation that's happening right now in Gaza and right now in Israel. No, no, no jokes at all should be made. No jokes at all. Can people understand that this can possibly lead to World War Three? There's no reason for this to be any joking matter for any comedian. Sometimes, as comedians, there are lines that shouldn't be crossed, and David Chappelle has crossed that line when he brought up the situation that is happening in Gaza. And the situation that happened to those families that were lost on October 7th. To add a but towards that situation is an insult to every family member that lost loved ones that day. Is an insult. Is an insult of the highest order. David Chappelle should be ashamed of himself. What if you lost family that day, Dave Chappelle? Would you have still brought it up in your comedy? In your stand-up comedy performance that night? If you lost loved ones during that October 7th attack, would you have brought it up? No, you wouldn't have brought it up, you asshole. You absolutely would not have brought it up. There's no reason for it. And for some people in the in, in the stands shouting free Palestine after he made that joke and some of the people who actually walked out of that and people shouting free Palestine and top of the joke or whatever, those people are assholes themselves. They're pieces of shit. All those people who were saying free Palestine after David Chappelle basically insulted every single family member that lost loved ones on October 7th. You guys are a piece of shit. Unbelievable what this world is coming to. Unbelievable. It's almost like that same saying. You ever, you guys ever seen Troy? You guys ever seen Troy? The movie Troy with Brad Pitt. You remember that scene when he was drinking wine? And after, obviously, let me see. Let me try to remember because don't, I mean, don't, don't get me to lying. But it was the scene after... He, um, let me see. Yes, it was, is what it was when Agamemnon kidnapped the slave girl, took the slave girl from his tent. He went to see Agamemnon, the slave girl from his tent was in Agamemnon's tent, he found out. And obviously he was gonna, he warned the people that surrounded him that, listen, you know, I don't want to kill you. You guys are my brothers, but. You guys got to decide. <laughs> you know what I mean? So in the end, 
he left the girl to Agamemnon because Agamemnon gave him all, all, um, an ultimatum, whatever the case may be. And Brad Pitt went back to his tent. He started drinking. I mean, Brad Pitt, you know, um, Achilles went back to his tent and started drinking. And his brother walked in. His brother really wanted a fight in the war. And, and obviously, Achilles was worried about his cousin, not his brother. I'm sorry. It was his cousin. He was really worried about his cousin. He said, no, um, I taught you how to fight. But I never taught you why you should fight. You know, it was something towards that line. And it was a moving scene because Achilles, who took countless lives during war, was telling his cousin, I fight, but there's a reason I fight. And he told his he told his he told his cousin right there that I seen all the faces of the people I killed. All the faces of the people are killed. I see them across the. They, they they shout my name from across the riverbanks, and they tell and they tell me, "Come, brother." And the line that really touched me in that scene is when he said, "We men are wretched things," and that's true. We men are wretched things. We are. Because what this world is coming to is there are so many wretched people in this world. And situations like this, when it comes to the Hamas situation, the Gaza situation, the people who lost count, um, loved ones on October 7th, the Jewish people who lost loved ones on October 7th, and people rejoicing because of that. People rejoicing because of that. People in America at that Americanizers who believe they, they're part of Hamas when they never stood foot over there. People who believe that Hamas would stand side, side by side in battle with them when Hamas themselves would kill them because of what those people stand for. You think Hamas would allow people who, who, who are in love with the same sex to be within their camp? They will behead you. But yet you cheered up. I have no words for David Chappelle. I lost so much respect for him after I, I heard about that situation. So much respect for him. And the people who just want to be down and, 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 and cheer him on after that joke, people who just don't want to be called out because they kind of think it was disrespectful, but they don't want to say, you guys are pieces of shit with him. There's no but when it comes to people who are butchered like cattle. There's no but. I would never, I would never wish that on my worst enemy. What happened to those people on October 7th? I would go crazy if that was my family members murdered like that. Crazy. I wouldn't be able to think right because I would want, I would just want to go after the people who did it. Yet these people are telling they're telling the Jewish people to stand down. Get out of here, man. Kiss ass. Kick rocks, man. Sorry about that, folks. I'm just I'm just really pissed about this situation, man. Really pissed about it. And there's only a fucking Wednesday.
Well, at least the fact that I'm going to the gym, I got something to be pumped about. I can probably do two extra more sets. Jesus. It's just it's just unbelievable. You know what I mean? That we're go that this world has changed to the way it's changed. And I'm not I shouldn't be surprised because biblically, biblically um um it, it was foretold that it was going to be like this. So I don't know why I'm not uh, why I'm acting so surprised. We're going to go on to the next topic before I blow a blood vessel. You know what I mean? Like I'm, we're going to go on to the next subject. We're going to go on to Brian responding to Myron if you don't know what happened, Myron from Fresh and Fit commented about Brian's show, basically saying he doesn't stand for men, that he's in it just for the money, which is basically question. He questioned Brian, Brian's character, and everybody who follows my show know how I feel about Brian. I think he's kind of cringy. I think he, I don't know. But what I do, what I do commend Brian about is he he is straightforward he's not as strongly straightforward as myron not by a long shot myron is way head over heels over this guy but whether he let's let's do a hypothetical whether he's here doing it for the money or not if you don't know who brian is he's the host of the whatever podcast which also is very highly popular within the red pill um um the red pill, which is the you know the red pill um subject that's highly discussed on YouTube and people representing the red pill, Brian is the newcomer of the red pill space, I guess, and he runs the whatever podcast. He runs his show just like the Fresh and Fit podcast, where he invites girls to his um platform. It be six, seven, eight. Eight of them, and he talks about the dating life, the dating situation that's happening in our in this modern era, which is um trash. I gotta admit, and Myron, the host of Fresh and Fit, said that Brian is only in it for the money. He's not there to help. He's not there to help men. And this was Brian's response. This was Brian's response. And let's take a good listen closely to what he said and to who he called out and how he called them out owed a collaboration much in the same way that I do not owe anybody else who reaches out to me to want to collaborate with me. I don't have an issue with that. Uh, what I likely suspect Wait is they minute, view me as competition. Ergo, they do not want to compete, or excuse me, they do not want to collaborate with a competitor in the same way that you might, for example, say, and shout out to Length or Gurf on Reddit for this one, uh, Coca-Cola may not want to collaborate with Pepsi. I get it. Although what I would argue is that when it comes to the digital content creation space, it's we're not. It's not like a zero-sum game where if I have viewers, I'm taking away from their viewers. I don't really think that's how it works. Uh, I would compare it to like two musical artists. Let's say two rap musicians. Rap musicians frequently collaborate, even though they're in the exact same genre, they're making the same type of music, they're, perhaps their lyrical structure is similar, they're, the instrumentals have, uh, they're in C major, there's all kinds of things where you can find a lot of commonality in music. There's, there's this complaint that, oh, well, that, you know, that the podcast is a ripoff or a copy. My 
response to that would be, first off, nobody has an intellectual property right to a live dating podcast. So there's certainly no copyright. Which is true, which is true. I mean, what he, what everything Brian is saying right there, that there's, it's not like Fresh and Fit made up the, the, the a podcast. Podcast has always been around. Um, the way Fresh and Fit runs their podcast and talks about the dating space, that part is kind of brand new. A lot of people never did that. So I believe Fresh and Fit was the first one who popularized it. And there's nothing wrong with someone coming behind them and capitalizing on what they've done. So it is what it is, but that's not the part what upset it, Brian. So I don't know why Brian stood long about that part. What what upset it, Brian, is Myron questioning his character. That's what that's what bothered Brian, and that's what puzzled me because Myron's character, despite me liking the way he um runs a conversation when it comes to the dating space. Myron's character is kind of shitty if you really think about it, especially the way he handled the um the Abba and Preach situation when he was running around and jumping like a monkey saying monkey this monkey that about 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 preach. You know what I mean, which was very insulting. So Myron's character is kind of ugly. For him to question Brian's character was kind of laughable, in my opinion. But let's continue. Infringement or intellectual property infringement. Nobody, you cannot trademark an idea. Um, or ha Now, in the same way that, for example, you're, there's allowed to be more than one rapper. There's allowed, you're allowed to, there's allowed to be more than one horror film. There's, you're allowed to have more than one, uh, drama you know there, there's a lot of similarities I, what I would say is they are not the first to do a podcast they're not the first to do a live podcast they're not the first to do a dating podcast they're not the first to do a dating roundtable uh, they're not the first to talk about these things I would argue that um, Tim Likas Patrice O'Neill and a couple other pe people have been talking about this for a long time dating all the way back to the 90s early 2000s Tom Likas uh, when it comes to dating shows, you have Love Line with Adam Corolla and Dr. Drew dating all the way back to the 90s. You have uh, I've Seen Oprah episode. Brian gets really into detail. So let's munch along because Brian takes forever to get to the point that he wants to talk about. And I'm going to help him, help him along with forwarding some of this bullshit that he's saying. Again, I'd rather save my actual rebuttal when I'm when I've actually given it more thought. There's a lot of things I can point out in how they choose to conduct themselves that I mean, I would say get off your high horse when it comes to your claims of value. Um, also, I could also I 100% agree with what Brian said right there. Myron has no reason to talk about the character and morals of Brian. And a moral he questioned when it comes to Brian is the fact that he's in it for the money. He doesn't care about the men. And let me really cut this a little bit short because I don't want to stay forever on this subject because this subject is minuscule and, and, and basically inconsequential to what's happening in this world today. So let me keep this and let me make this a little bit more brief.
there's no reason Myron should question Brian's character because Myron's character is put into question after the way he acted towards the Auburn Preach situation. He really showed how childish he can be. And he also shows a lot of times how he doesn't know how to control his temperament when it comes to a woman who actually can have every rebuttal towards the conversation that takes place in his show. So to question Brian's, Brian's character, is he in it for, for the money, I believe? Absolutely. I believe, in my opinion, he's in it for, in it for the money, but I don't believe at all, at all that he cares nothing for the men. He cares about the men. That's why he talks about it. That's why he chose to talk about it. Does he defend it as well as Myron? No, he doesn't, but he talks about the modern dating era, and he brings up good points in his show. He did develop a, a, a much tougher skin and a much tougher way to go about people who disrespect him in his show, which is good because you can see that he is learning, that he is progressing, that he is advancing his technique when it comes to hosting his own show. But for Myron to try to take this moral high ground, like he is the 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 uh, a moral man of a man, is laughable. Do you really want us to go back to how you acted towards Abba and Preach, Myron? You acted really childish. You acted unprofessional. You acted like an idiot. I don't know how far this Fresh and Fit versus whatever podcast is going to go. I believe they should and they should um, call each other. But that's the other thing. Brian tried to call Myron dozens of times, dozens of times, so he says. And I don't believe he's lying. Because one thing about Brian, and not that I know him personally, but one thing about Brian, he's not going to say something like that in his show when it's not true. Myron chose never to answer him. Myron could have at least picked up the phone and said, hey, how you doing, Brian? You know what, Brian? I don't think that we should collab, etc. Pick up the phone like a man and talk to the man like a man. You don't ignore him. That's a female trait right there. That's a female action right there. You're not picking up the phone because you don't want to talk to him. You don't want to tell him personally that you don't want to work with him. And Brian said that. I tried to call him. I tried to talk to him. You don't want to. You don't want to work with me. Fine. That's that's fine. I'm under. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it as a, a learning lesson, or I'm gonna take it as a look. You know. And he said it. He said we could do big things together, but he chose not to. But then when people keep t- telling you about the whatever podcast, you come out, you come out, and you say, "Well, Brian, you come out like you know Brian saying that he's not in it for the men; he's in it for the money." How you know? You never t- gave the man an opportunity to talk to you. If that's the way you felt, why didn't you talk to the man? Why didn't you talk to the man if that's the way you felt? If you felt like he's in it for the money and not in it to help men then you should have picked up the phone when he called you and tell him that. Simple as that. Let me know what you guys think about this situation. Let me know what you guys think about the David Chappelle situation. 
I'm sorry about being fired up on this episode, but listen, I was really, I, I, I was really heated. I was really heated, but don't let my heated go on top of you and, and you know, um, make your week a little bit more rough because after today, it's only Thursday and Friday left, so I want you guys to really enjoy your week. Listen, I just was fired up, you know what I mean? I just was fired up. But it is what it is. We keep it gully here in Shaitan, you heard? As always, enjoy the rest of your week. I will be back with another episode on Friday. This is Black Shy Guy. I thank you for sitting at my table. I'm out of here. Peace! A large criminal who must be put away. Another innocent victim. I don't know.